Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love the da? And yes, happy being alive day on the final. Sad but true, Summer Fry DA. Here on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio, Andrew Bogish in for DA. Pete's here, Boyle's here, the other Pete's on headlines. Cap is somewhere. You're listening in the old in the usual places, the Odyssey app, CBS Sports app, Sirius XM 158. You're watching this morning on YouTube, on Twitch, on WatchDA.com, the Target Demo Friday meme. It is out, and it is Pete. In all his blazered glory, looking to the sky, what's to come, thinking of the future, the sun sets on this part of his career behind him. As Pete leaves the show, this is his last show until the end of September. The endless supply of paternity leave is being dipped back into. So Pete's off for three consecutive weeks or months or years. That's all to be determined, but it begins after today's show. If you think I get out of here fast, Pete might beat me to the door at 9.57 a.m. Eastern this morning. That's not true. It's not? No. Oh. I'm sure I'm going to have a bunch of things to take care of before I leave. But not interviews for Sean's job. No. We are officially not going to make the Labor Day self-imposed deadline? Uh, no. No, unless something happens when I'm not here. Right. Unless they go above you right. and they do this without your final consent, which is not what they are contractually obligated to do. <laughs> Just for the record, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not making the decision. You I have a say. Right. I, I, I'm going to have a say and uh, give it an opinion. Yes. But I am not making the decision. I've been tracking this entire thing. Oh, yeah? And it is not your final decision, but I do think it is safe to say that as of this morning, it's more your decision than DA's. I'm not sure DA even knows that Sean left the show at this point. <laughs> it's still it's still confusing to me if he knows what anything is going on. I know he's referenced his dad thinks that Boyle got the job, so DA knows that Boyle is a candidate and there is a job to get. But, I mean, Pete's paperwork, interviews, guys in tuxedos, and DA has basically said, uh, my phone's off, I'll work next week. 
oh, I was, yeah, no, no, I'm, I got a tape with Wesley Walker. Get me next week. Oh, I'm off again. Can we can we circle back next Tuesday? Sure. Oh, my bad. Ray Lucas called. We had another podcast to tape about the Jets of the 80s and 90s. I don't know that DA's had dipped his toe in the pool of candidates to get this done. No, he's been advised on the candidates. <laughs> he's been advised. He's been briefed. He's been briefed, yes. I think I have a bigger input right now. I've interviewed more people. <laughs> I've had a lot of exit interviews. Yeah, I'm sure. Spe- I mean, speaking of locker room leaders, there's a void to fill in that area here as well because, you oh, know. With what void? Well, the, the person that left likes like to describe himself as the newsroom leader, right? It doesn't mean he was. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying what he called himself, the way he, he carried himself. But there's been some people before and after meeting with the Pete that came to me to, to you know, spitball some ideas. How should I handle this? What should I say? What do you think? And then after the fact, here's how it went. Pete did this. What do you think that meant? So I'm involved. I've been involved. I've, I got like my, you know, I'm a silent partner in this process. Well, well no one knows what I'm thinking. Never, ever. That's right. I don't even think that you know what you're thinking half the nope. time. You just, it just comes out. That's right. They're just sitting there in your head, and then out of, their, out of your mouth they come. I have long-term thoughts and then spontaneous thoughts. <laughs> uh, so while we may or may not, over this weekend, progress the hiring of the new Sean, there will be plenty of college football to watch. This is week one. Last week was the poorly picked and poorly named week zero. It had a couple of games none of which really panned out in any kind of significant action. But last night, there were games all over the place, and the lead game was Utah and Florida. That's a big Pac-12 SEC match. I think it was the first time an SEC school had ever been to Rice-Eccles. It was also a preposterously long break in between true non-conference Power 5 road games. I'll find that while we're listening to a montage of the beauty that was last night in Salt Lake City. Nate backpedals, takes the snap, hands it off, keeps it on the edge. 25-20, Nate Johnson 15, Nate Johnson 10, Nate Johnson 5, end zone, touchdown! Fortunately, we've got really good people in this program, and not just assistant coaches at every level, strength coaches, uh, training room. It takes a, a small city to run a a Division One football program, and and so I think it's just the quality of the people that we have in place. Utah showing pressure. Here they come. Hurts. Pressure in his face. Down he goes. Down he goes. Down he goes. The defense was suffocating. Defense was the storyline of the game. Didn't give up a touchdown till the uh, you know right there in the fourth quarter. Utah Radio, and the last voice was the Utes head coach, Kyle Whittingham. So the historical note for Florida that I was trying and failing to share with you a second ago is that the last time, after losing last night in Salt Lake City, this remains the last time Florida won a true road non-conference game outside of the Sunshine State. It remains September 23rd of 1989, when they won at Memphis. Now, that being said, there's only been two true road non-SEC games outside of Florida in these last 34 years for the Gators. So they don't travel much outside Florida. They traveled last night, went to Utah. They faced a ranked Utah team 
but that didn't have Cam Rising and seven, eight, or nine other projected starters, both sides of the ball, injuries and whatnot. That was not full-strength Utah, but it was full-strength environment. It wasn't ice the rice like we had beautifully during spring football a few years ago. It was hot, and there was a lot of red all over the place in Utah last night, and the Utes were not tremendous, but they had two different quarterbacks, the third and fourth string QBs when fall camp began on their depth chart. That's who played last night, Bryson Barnes uh, and Nathan Johnson. And they were both as good as they needed to be. Great game plan. You heard the head coach say a lot of defense. Graham Mertz debuting as Florida's QB, transferring in from Wisconsin. He did things in that game that Wisconsin didn't let him do, didn't know he could do. He threw for over 300 yards, but... The Gators never really were a threat to that Utah defense, and the Utes get an impressive home win over an SEC road foe, not at full strength, on opening night, kind of had, while there were other games going on, that was the only game involving a ranked team, so it had most of the nation's attention, and Utah delivered. It looked great. It sounded great. They played well. They began the night first offensive play as the 70-yard touchdown pass that you heard during the cold open, and then shortly thereafter in Schwartz's first update. And if you're not going to be named General Booty, you might as well be named Money Parks. That's the guy that caught that touchdown for Utah from Bryson Barnes. So as good as the Utes were, to me, the lead story coming out of last night is what Florida wasn't. Now, I did not expect them to win that game, but they had a better chance to win that game when Cam Rising wasn't going to play and other key guys for Utah were not going to play, it was there for the taking for Florida if they had their you-know-what together, and they didn't have their you-know-what together. They, for Florida, and I know that they apparently love what's coming in next year, but this is still Florida, and it's still the transfer portal, and there's still ways to get immediate help, and they certainly lost guys to graduation last year. Anthony Richardson, Osiris Torrance on the offensive line, They had guys to replace. And Graham Mertz is a nice replacement for Anthony Richardson. Now, he's not the supreme high-ceiling top-five pick that Richardson is, but he is a proven commodity in college football. And again, at times last night, he looked like a, you know, borderline, dynamics too strong of a word, but a useful quarterback for sure. But the lack of just dudes around him is surprising from the Florida perspective. And... You know, Billy Napier had, for him and for Florida perspective, not a great opening year last year. Six and seven, lost their last three or four games, lost some to teams they don't normally lose to, like Vandy. And here they come in year two. The roster change that we mentioned, building towards the future. It's a slow build there, slow-ish, but patience runs out pretty quickly. And you can be patient. You can ask your fans to be patient. Wait for this guy, whether he's a freshman developing here right out of the gate or the studs apparently coming in next year. Patience is available, even at a place like Florida, even in a conference like the SEC. But what you can't do is show up to that game last night and make the mental mistakes that Florida made. Multiple penalties extending Utah drives, including the one early and this drives me nuts. College football fans are well aware of this. If you if you don't pay enough attention to college football, maybe you've never really realized it. It doesn't happen in the NFL because there's only 53 active guys. But in college football, there are oftentimes, in almost every game, there are 
there are guys on the same team that wear the same number. There's two number threes, there's two 55s, whatever it may be. And the only stipulation is they, obviously, to avoid confusion and whatnot and trickery and sabotage, they can't be on the field together at the same time. So one guy plays offense, one guy plays defense. But last night, first half of the game, score is still manageable. Utes are in reach. They punt. There's a flag. There's two number threes covering the punt for Florida. And right away on TV, Fowler and Herbstreet say one of the guys was supposed to be wearing 33, and he wasn't. So there are two number threes. It's a penalty. The drive continues. Utah scores a touchdown. I think that's what led to the uh, to to Johnson's touchdown run. But either way, they score off that, gifted back to them. And eventually, you know, the game was never in doubt. The game felt more Utah than the final score might tell you just looking at it. But that was all Utah the entire time because they did a lot of good things, but Florida just didn't play a sharp game. We can wait on talent. We can wait on development. We can wait on maturation. We can wait on guys building chemistry. But you got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to do the other, the little things right. If you need help in one area, you can't create problems in another. So while you're replacing your starting quarterback or reshaping your offensive line or figuring out who your new, how your pass rush is going to work, there are things you just simply can't do. And Florida did too many of those. And I, you know, I, I, it's game one. There's no benefit of preseason to work out kinks, to work out nerves. I, I understand that. Game one is sloppy. I was talking to a head coach yesterday before a broadcast I have tomorrow. His team hasn't played a game yet. I don't know why I'm being secretive. I'm working Fordham and Wagner tomorrow here in New York. Congratulations. Look out. Let's go. Now, Fordham lost at Albany last week. Wagner's playing for the first time tomorrow, so I asked their head coach, is it any advantage that, and they have a big roster turnover, they're a brand new team, any advantage in that Fordham can't watch tape on you and you've got at least a game to see what they've got? And part of his answer was the concern that the big adjustment is always from week one to week two. That that's your biggest adjustment. You don't get you you you'll never get better in a one week one week increment during a season than from week one to week two. So maybe for Florida's case, this was mostly just week one crap. Scrimmages, whatever, you know, your number one defense against their number one offense, even in practice in the swamp, it's just not the same thing. That this was just by itself a singular bad effort. And these things will be worked out, and that's fine. But it still left a bad taste in my mouth after reading all week multiple stories about the Billy Napier experience and what he's trying to build. And, you know, he's doing things day by day, second by second. Some places, you know, again, Dion with the rush job at Colorado with eight bazillion transfers and kicking kids off campus and whatnot. Florida is doing it day by day and piece by piece and asking for patience. And that's fine. Because I get Billy Napier. We listen to Billy Napier talk. I, I buy in. But we, you got to show up on the road against the Power 5 school. And you can't take dumb penalties. And you can't make the other mental mistakes that they made in big spots. Missing assignments. Missing throws. Whatever, whatever it may be. You got to be sharp. And they were not sharp by 
any stretch of the imagination. And there's really no rest for the weary. In two weeks, in three weeks, maybe when Pete's back, they've got Tennessee. So they wanted to win that game last night, get to Tennessee feeling good about themselves. Instead, they lose it. They're unimpressive in defeat. And now they're staring at a bad start because they've got Tennessee looming here early in their season and coming off a 6-7 and seven campaign that kind of got a little out of control, spiraling badly late. This is not the way the Gators wanted to begin year two. They will be lucky to be 500 this year again. Right. I mean, and they weren't, they were, I think they were six and three last year, lost their last three or four in a row and finished six and seven. It was okay for a while last year. And then they couldn't beat anybody to close. Yeah. They started the year four and three, and they were five and four. And they finished six and seven. Right. They never really got. And they lost to Vandy in that last stretch yes. for the first time in forever. Yep. <laughs> lost at Vandy, lost at Florida State, and then got smoked by Oregon State in the bowl game. But I mean, they're not. They're not beating Georgia. They're not beating LSU on the road. They're not beating Florida State in the last game of the year. I mean, they'll be lucky to beat Tennessee, which would now be a, a I feel like a pretty decent upset, even though it's in the at the swamp, in the swamp. So uh, I'm chalking up all four of those as losses. Right. There's, there's five for you, including last night. Yeah, and he, I mean, no, they're going to beat McNeese State next time. I don't and know about that. And they've got Charlotte after Tennessee. But yeah, I mean, they're going to be an unimpressive 2-2, two and two, you'd assume, coming out of September. Now, they, then they got Kentucky and Vandy. So I wonder if they'll be in a place where they're in a little bit of a deceiving over 500 record before getting into kind of the nitty-gritty of their schedule and again having a bad finish. Because the meat really is in the back half. I know Tennessee's a tough game here early, but Georgia, LSU, at Missouri, FSU, late, Arkansas is in there too. That's a tough stretch for a team that seems to have a lot of questions to answer coming off of last night. By the way, Fordham Wagner this weekend, massive college football playoff implications. Well, um, that's sweet of you to consider that. Now, Wagner's probably not going to be that good out of the NEC, so I don't I don't think that's true for them. Fordham was an at-large spot, at-large pick for last year's FCS bracket. So, yeah, I mean, you just can't afford to lose home games. It's a big one for the Rams, that's for sure. Now, these, like, let's say, because I know it's South Dakota State and North Dakota State, they're always very good each yeah. year in the FCS realm. Mm-hmm. Like, if they went 13-0, and are they even eligible to play in, like, a... Major bowl game or something like that? Who? The FCS schools or no? They're not even eligible. Right? No, that's that's a that that's a separate thing. They just go into their playoff and that's it. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing now. Like let's say those schools some got to this like they were actually legit contenders. Let's say they uh, in the span of now from three four years they recruit like a power five school and all of a sudden they are a loaded team. Could they? I guess they would just move from the FCS to the. FBS division, right? Yeah, so North Dakota State in particular, I know more about that program than the other ones. Um, They are, that roster is almost full of guys who started at a Power 5 school and then transferred down, so to speak. And then there's also just dudes from Minnesota, Wisconsin, and North Dakota who are like farm strong and play offense or defensive line. They could compete right now in like the MAC. Like they're good, they're, they're good enough right now to, like, deal with, like, Central Michigan or Akron or whatever. Yeah, some action. But they like they like living in the world they're in. 
they they get a lot of attention and people want them to play football for them, but they like being big for fish a while. In a small pond. They were the kings of this level. Now South Dakota State has jumped them a little bit here as of late, but they liked being the big boy in a smallish pond for sure. Which one of the Jackrabbits? That's South Dakota State. What's North Dakota State? The Bison. They're, why do you keep saying S's as Z's today? Well, that one in, partic- in particular, that's how they say it. They are bison? not the bison. They are the bison. What the? What is a bison? It's the same thing, but you really got to stress it's more of a Z sound than an S sound. So it's like you. It's going back to when you're saying subpoenas, and it's subpoenas. So you're wrong on that that one. The first one you're wrong. The second one you're right in picking up the emphasis, but that's from that. That's from them. They're the bison. I'm just going to start adding any plural possessive word now. It's just going to be like, oh, that's uh, that's Bogus's coffee he's drinking. This is Pete's, you, Pete's paternity leave. You can do whatever you want. But again, your subpoena's confusion is, is just off base. I think you're very, Pat, you're coming across very angry today. He's tired. It's been a long week. A lot of radio, <laughs> a lot of tennis. Yeah. Patty needs some sleep. A lot I, of tennis. I'm coming across as angry? Uh, sh- short-tempered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fixated on the S and the Z thing. Yeah. I, it's a bison. You're not. It's not a bison. That's not an animal. Again, if you want to pick a fight with North Dakota State University, be my guest. Yeah. I get you. I, Trey I picked a fight earlier this week with Wichita, Kansas. Now, Bismarck, North Dakota is on my list. Fargo, sweetheart. Fargo. Fargo. I thought that yeah. was in Minnesota. No. Fargo, North Dakota. There's something about that chair, really. Right. It, it does. And you know what? It's, it's not the chair itself. It's the space because the chair has changed. Right. But its negative powers have remained. <laughs> Maybe it's the computer or the console. Or what's that little blue box that's underneath the monitor that's near? That's to talk to somebody on a remote. Oh, so that actually has a purpose other than like zapping away your mental capacities. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, at least as, uh, as what I know. Fair enough. It's like a secret brain-sucking machine. You sit down a genius, you leave wondering where the salt goes. <laughs> or if bears have tails. Uh, when we come back, it is time for sound check. We've got Sean McVay, we've got Dave Roberts, and we've got a CBS Sports Radio overnight clip because why wouldn't we? It's all next on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. Let us begin with the Los Angeles Rams. Um, not good. Just not good. One of their old guys keeps getting hurt, Cooper Cup. Here's Rams head coach Sean McVay. If Cooper will be ready for the regular season after re-injuring his hamstring, he's currently at the moment day-to-day. I think we just take it a day at a time right now. We'll, we'll see. You know, we want to be able to get him back right. Um, you know, we're obviously a much better team when he's available, but in his absence over the last handful of months, um, you know, he's been out there leading in the way that he can. Uh, but those guys uh, that at the receiver position have really done a good job of continuing to develop. You don't want to lose one of the handful of guys that Matthew Stafford actually knows on the roster, uh, whether he's good or not, and Cooper's obviously pretty good. You need him out there for Stafford, the rest of the offense, and uh, hamstrings are certainly not fun. And it's going to be a long year for the Rams. At the very least, you could have your best players out there, and hopefully Cooper is healthy for next week. And by the way, more on Matthew Stafford and trying to figure out who he's going to play with later in the show because Kelly Stafford spoke again yesterday about her now infamous podcast remarks from earlier this week. Nestled amongst all the football this week, and you're going to love watching, is a pretty good baseball series. It began last night. Braves and Dodgers in L.A., two best teams in the National League, in a little bit of a race for that number one spot in the league. And also the MVP race, Mookie Betts against Ronald Acuna Jr. Here's Dave Roberts on Mookie Betts kind of wanting to win the MVP. I think he wants it bad. I mean, you don't, you know, very, you don't put yourself or have a situation in the last month of the season to be, you know, right there at the top of the uh, MVP race. And yeah, the first thing is to win a championship and help your team win. But with that, you got to play well. And uh, he understands that. So he's driven by winning championships. And, uh, but I do think that having an opportunity to be recognized as the most valuable player in the National League uh, is something that matters. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's not. I I, I get why people say, like, uh, you know, it's not about personal things, individual stuff, I want to win. But everybody knows what's out there, and it's good to have goals, especially when the goal would reaching it individually would help your team as a whole. And Mookie Betts trying to have an MVP season is only good news for the Dodgers. And he has made a late push. Now, I don't know, PB boys, what the live odds are this morning, but Betts did recently jump Acuna Jr. as the betting favorite for NL MVP. But then Acuna last night crushes a grand slam and becomes the first person ever in the 30-60 club. 30 homers, 60 steals. Betts is fantastic, but Acuna's been the leader most of the year. 
and 3060 with elite right field defense on right now the best team in the National League and for me the best team in baseball that's going to be tough to beat last but not least no Amy Lawrence taking the long holiday weekend so Rich Herrera was in for Amy on the show that precedes this one here on CBS Sports Radio Uh, and a Raider fan called in and asked Rich if an alien will flip the, the coin at the Super Bowl in Vegas this season. Raider fans, come on, Raider fans. Commitment to excellence, the greatness that is the Raiders. Just win, baby. You try to tell me that we'll find out they're aliens before you win a Super Bowl? 855-212-4227. It's in your house. You're hosting the Super Bowl this year. Are we going to have an alien flipping the coin, or are we going to have the Raiders winning a championship first? I hate to break it, everybody, but we know that there are aliens already, and the Raiders haven't won a Super Bowl. So that ship has sailed. If you haven't been paying attention, there are aliens. I know Pete has his blinders on, and it's Al for it's nothing. <laughs> but we there are aliens. Pete the Body Senior believes there's aliens. I don't... You should believe that there are aliens. It does not mean that they are living next to us, hidden as humans or as TV cameras, or that they're coming to take us and steal us and probe us. But you have to, it is a very safe assumption that somewhere else in this ridiculous, unending galaxy, universe, whatever, that there are other living beings. There just has to be. I'm glad. I hope they they, they can come in and cut tape. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, produce from the board. So selfish. It's always oh, uh, about another, you. Another form of uh, of creature uh, being involved in the process. That's how, fine. How will they be vetted in the training process? Will they get the botchers sped up program? Well, not uh, even no. before that. We can't hire humans quickly around here. Imagine the red tape of hiring an alien to run the board or book guests for this show. Uh, they should be a candidate. I mean, yes, they should be candidates, but. The hoops you have to go through to add a to add a human to this payroll are never ending. Now, like, do aliens have social security numbers? Look, I'll do the interview. Everything else is up to other people. Well, of course you would do the interview. <laughs> Just tell them uh, not to cut up thirty-six second sound bites. That seems like a fair request. My guess is aliens are better than us in every possible way. So you wouldn't need to tell them to do that. They'll already know. Okay what actually a cut is. You think so? Yes. What is their concept of sound? I don't know specifics, but they're, my hope is that they're so advanced that they don't even, they've already, they're done with radio. Like right here, we keep hearing radio is a dying industry, blah, blah, blah. You don't need updates anymore. They've already made those decisions. They probably think that we're losers for still listening to things. They're so good, they've cut the NFL season already. Yeah. All the cuts are in there. Exactly. They already know what's happened. <laughs> so they can they can predict the future now too? Yes. They're, they're just they're just done. Yeah, it's not even predicting the future. They're just that smart. They know what's going to happen. Feels like that would be a, a massive implication on the multi-billion dollar betting industry. I mean, it's like back to the future. Yeah. With the I, almanac. Imagine Pat working with a, an alien on the board during my paternity leave. That would be the real PB boys. He'd be telling me, he'd be giving me all the spreads to bet. There's more than one person on our staff that if you told me they were not from this planet, <laughs> I'd consider uh, it. You, you've said that you think Ryan Botcher is me. 
Well, it's actually it AI. was it was floated that maybe he is some kind of creation of yours. <laughs> Making like him in jo- the- Johnny Five. Exactly. <laughs> Making him in the 37th floor at LIU Post. Right. There's some weird lab. You know, I'm at the college radio station, air quotes, LIU, and then poop, here's Ryan Botcher, and now he's here doing your job as well as you do it. That's just good training. He's you know, and he's and he's in tune with pop culture like you are. Maybe even more so than you are. In ways, Pete, he's the better version of you. That's right. He's younger. He's got a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. He has a better understanding of pop culture from like 1995 to current days. Right. And he's just as good as you on the board, and he's 13 or 14 years younger than you. Right. Why am I even here? No, no, it's not that, but it's like, it's the way it should be. Like, your fathers should want their sons to be better than them. And and Ryan is. Congratulations. My Johnny Five. He is a Zoomer, though. Is he an alpha or is he a beta? Jury's still out. He might be a sneaky alpha. He might be an omega. What is that? I couldn't tell you. It's what he is. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit either category of an alpha or beta. Is it? Is it a compliment? You don't know that either, still, huh? Yeah, I think it's a compliment. Yeah, Hmm. That, that sounds like a complimentary word. <laughs> Positive Does. connotation to yeah. that one. Uh, speaking of alpha slash beta, uh, at the hidden pickle tweeted in, Pat Boyle, such an alpha with his pumpkin spice and being scared of a chill. Hashtag <laughs> beta moves. Hashtag Tom Doyle. <laughs> Boyle with an alpha response. Summer is the season of alphas. Now the hidden pickle. Tom Boyle is new to me. And I apologize for that. I don't know how often Hidden Pickle checks in, but I don't remember the last time he was in my mentions. Hidden Pickles, there's a lot in that name. And then Hidden Pickles' avatar picture, I'm assuming, is the Hidden Pickle and an attractive woman kissing him as if they're playing hide the pickle. There's a lot going on here, Boyle. This guy looks like an alpha. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it is him, we're, that's fair. We, we don't know. He doesn't have a single follower. No, that's, I didn't notice that. You're right. And he's coming after me about pumpkin spice. Get at that. That's like a 2012 take. Oh, pumpkin spice. What are you a girl? Shut up. Tastes good. <laughs> it's a flavor of wow. fall. The flavor, but it's the flavor of fall that you don't want. You don't want fall. You should well, be knocking over you know, you pumpkin spice want, lattes. Bugs? You know what I do want? When I open the fridge, I want to take somebody's creamer. So when the first one that I see is pumpkin spice, I'm going to take it. Yeah, thief. You should be standing outside Starbucks, Dunkin', and when folks walk out with their new pumpkin spice latte in late August, you should be knocking out of their hands, not buying your own and guzzling it. You're being inconsistent here. This is not alpha. Hidden pickle's right. Spend some cash. Hidden pickle can go scratch. This is not alpha behavior. I'm also, I never said I was scared of a chill. I said I want summer. I don't want it to be cold. Who likes the cold? Does that make you tough? Because you, you, uh, I'm not cold. But Pat's scared of the fall and winter. But not pumpkin spice lattes. Right. Unless he steals them. Unless Unless he buys them himself. Right. Ask Pete what I got. We got Dunk. Pete. Gracious enough to uh, order Duncan for the the crew today. What flavor did I get from Duncan? Butter pecan. That's a summer flavor. You didn't go pumpkin spice. No. 
Because I have to read on the other side, I have to read a very elaborate, borderline sexy pumpkin spice latte read. Do you have to do it in a sexy voice? I mean, I might as well. You might put some like porn music behind me. Yeah? Yeah. It's little, like s- smooth espresso. Little Pat Boyle NFL picks music? Caramel drizzle. Ooh. Yeah. It's a lot. The Duncan folks have fun writing their ads. They do. The there summer was, one was like the clink of the ice in the glass. Rhythmically shaking around yeah. the cup. That I'm, was the sounds of summer. Now you got the taste of fall, baby. Little hint of pumpkin and spice. And the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Ooh. The caramel drizzle slowly dripping down the side of the cup. <laughs> Chill in the air, a warm sweater sitting by the fire, cuddling your loved one. Arms crisscrossed. One pumpkin spice latte, two straws. That's romance, baby. Get yours now through the Dunkin' app. While supplies last, <laughs> prices may vary. Participation not guaranteed. Aren't you thirsty? Don't you want? Don't you want fall now, big boy? A lot of women are. <laughs> a lot of women are thirsty after hearing you do that. Well, the women demo just went up. <laughs> You're welcome. I can't take my shirt off like Boyle, but I can sell you pumpkin spice lattes. We don't want it either. <laughs> Uh, let's get headlines. Here's Schwartz when, again. When was this Duncan order placed? Uh, that's not for me to answer. Yeah, I must have missed the memo on that. We'll start in Los Angeles where Ronald Acuna Jr. had a day and night to remember. In the morning, he got married. So mazel tov to Ronald and Maria. Then at night, Acuna hit a grand slam in the Braves' 8-7 win over the Dodgers. In the matchup of division leaders, Acuna became the first player in baseball history 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases in a season. He said it was a big win. It feels like an exciting rivalry between us, and I felt like a postseason game, to be honest. Uh, I'd I say the most important thing is uh, that we won the first game of the series, and hopefully we continue to go on and uh, take the series itself. That was Acuna through an interpreter on Valley Sports South. Braves manager Brian Stitcher said the atmosphere at Dodger Stadium was scintillating. It's always going to be a lot of energy out there. It's a different place, man. This is, the, the, I don't know that we go anywhere else that's like this when we play. And, and um, uh, so it's good the guys experience all this, especially this time of year. For the Dodgers, Mookie Betts hammered two home runs. Mm. Not Hammer a, those home yes. runs, Mookie. Yeah. Not a San Diego. Giants. What did he hammer them with, Pete? A large bat. Mm. Yeah. Now to San Diego and Giants Radio almost missed something important in the top of the fifth. Yaz swings and he gets a high drive deep left field. All the way back to the wall goes Soto. He leaps. Goodbye! A home run to the opposite field for Mike Yastrzemski. And we just got back in time from the station ID to cover it. And the Giants have a 7 to nothing lead. John Miller on Giants Radio. Just to explain, Bogues, to the people who might not understand what John Miller was saying, obviously if you listen to games on the radio, you hear them top and bottom of the hour. We now have to pause 10 seconds, station ID on mm-hmm. the Giants Radio Network. Yeah. So Tell me what paused. you're listening to, Mike Yastrzemski. They paused at the wrong time, or they didn't have 10 seconds in between pitches. That's okay. I like when you're risque yeah. with the clock. John Miller on Giants Radio. Giants beat the Padres 7-2, to and the mm. Giants take a one-game lead over the Diamondbacks. The, the Giants third. beat the Daddies, did you say? The Diamondbacks. Okay. Oh, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Mm. Snakes, even for better. the third nationally. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Marlins over the Nationals. 6-1, to one, Jazz Chisholm with a three-run homer. Tigers beat the Yankees 4-3 to three in 10 innings. Detroit avoids the four-game sweep, and the Tigers snap a five-game skid. Now to the NFL. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup suffering a setback in his return from a hamstring injury. Rams head coach Sean McVay with the update. Yeah, it swings. He's got a little, um, got a little muscle strain, so we're kind of taking it a day by day with him. Is it still the hamstring? It is. Okay. So, would you call it a setback, or? I would probably call it a setback. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Cup initially suffered that injury back on August first. Vikings tight end T.J. Hawkinson has signed a four-year contract extension, reportedly worth at least sixty-six million dollars and up to $68.5 million. So close. What would happen if you added another $500,000? Again, it's almost too much to comprehend. I'm sorry TJ did not get to that magical number. Yeah. The Patriots claim quarterback Matt Corral on waivers from the Panthers. Now to college football, and we'll start in Minnesota. Second down and nine. They'll pitch it. Now they'll throw it back to Sims. Sims can't grab it, and he does finally deliver. Wow! Alex Bullock! Wide open! Nebraska makes chicken salad! Ah, yes, chicken salad, Gus Johnson. Finish your thought, Gus Johnson. (laughs) Come on, go all in. Minnesota beat Nebraska 13-10. Dragon Kessich with a game-winning field goal of 47 yards as time expired. Number 14, Utah over Florida, 24-11. Bryson Barnes with the money shot, a 70-yard touchdown pass to Money Parks on the first play of the game. Barnes, 12 of 18, 159 (laughs) yards. He also had three carries for 11 yards and a touchdown. At the FIBA World Cup this morning, the USA improving the 4-0, 85-73 win over Montenegro, Anthony Edwards. Pacing the United States, pumping in 17 points earlier this morning. U.S. Open winners on the men's side include Carlos Alcaraz and Daniil Medvedev, and women's winners Arena Sabalenka and Jessica Pagula. I mean, that update was long enough to call your doctor. <laughs> was that four hours after? I was just. I was just. They shouldn't last that long. I was moving long. along to the piece no, of the music. It was, it was sweet. It was sensual, and it came out of nowhere. By yeah. the way, there's munchkins for everybody too, uh, Peter. I, oh, I was not. I was not alerted. To I that. apologize. That's okay. my fault. No spite munchkins for that, Schwartz. That's my bad. Uh, but let's keep the good vibes going. Yes. Ronald Acuna Jr. got married yesterday yeah. and then hit a grand slam. Love in the air in L.A. And it's next on the Da. The eBay drive of the week came courtesy of Utah and Florida last night. The Utes' first possession of the season, their first play of the season. That 70-yard touchdown pass to Money Park. So you've heard more than once already this morning. It, again, is our eBay drive of the week. With eBay guaranteed fit, you are the MVP because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle ebaymotors.com let's ride eligible items only exclusions apply Andrew Bogus with you on this final summer fry DA 
charge up those CPAP machines. It's going to be a big day after all <laughs> that sexy talk. Last segment, we are all riled up in the best way possible. Not. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I was going to get to these calls previously, but again, that update was long enough to require doctor's attention. Uh, Let's say hello this morning. Medical advice. To Drew in Charlotte. Drew, good morning. Welcome to the DA Show. Good morning to the DA Show. Can I get a beam up, please? Can can you get a beam up, Pete? (laughs) There you go, Drew. Uh, yo, I love you guys. And we love you. Really? Of course. Okay, well, so, I had a take, and it was this. If you like pumpkin spice, you are susceptible to suggestibility. Okay. I wanted to say it real slow. And we appreciate that. Um, I'm also super grateful you didn't say anything worse. Right. Drink some water, buddy. We held for, I think Drew sold that well. There was a pause for dramatic effects. But I did not know where he was going to go with drinking pumpkin spice. But be careful. That's why Pete doesn't answer the phone. Yeah, exactly. when I when I screened the call, he was at a ten. That was like a four. He calmed he he calmed down a little bit. He did. He didn't get more riled up by Schwartz's performance. No, he was solely locked in on the pumpkin spice being garbage, which is what he screamed at me. I mean, it it's not garbage. It's not garbage in and of itself. My problem this morning is your inconsistencies. Hating fall, but drinking pumpkin spice lattes in August. Right. No, it's my wanting to take people's creamers because I don't want to drink coffee black takes precedence over anything else. What, are you going to go pumpkin picking in a bathing suit? <laughs> but we have multiple options. You don't have to choose the pumpkin spice. I don't know. I'd never come back. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to choose the pumpkin spice one and you did cuz you like it which is fine but then you got to you can't crush me for being excited that it was chilly this morning here in New York. I took the first the only creamer that was available. That's what it comes down to. It's not it's not inconsistent. You're backing off your pumpkin spice love No, here. you're you're yeah. arguing semantics. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.